This is the Hoob It or Lose It podcast, hosted by Pastor Andy Hoover. Well, tonight we are going to land the plane on our Yellow Brick Road series. And uh, over the last few weeks, we've spent some time uh, talking about a couple of different things that you see over here on the wall. Uh, we talked about the importance of having a brain uh, and the significance of that, um, remembering to use your brain to um, uh, not buy into the idea that uh, impurity can't happen to you, you know, that no one is exempt, uh, using your brain to remember uh, that you are powerful, uh, using your brain to remember that you can be picky about who or what you allow into your life. Uh, remembering to um, use your brain to be proud of who you are. Uh, last week, we spent some time talking about the heart and the importance of monitoring our heart, of guarding our heart, of strengthening our heart, that you know our heart doesn't change just because we get older. Uh, if you struggle with impurity as a high school student or a middle school student, you're going to struggle with impurity as an adult. Uh, so we have to be intentional when we strengthen our, our hearts. And so tonight, uh, I want to land the plane with this last idea, if I only had the nerve. And it really centers around the idea of courage in the midst of temptation. Now, what do I mean by temptation? Well, when you guys came in, uh, I instructed many of you, uh, and some of you took me up on it, and some of you did not, to visit what I called the table of honesty. Uh, and I had you go over to the table of honesty, and uh, on the instructions for the table of honesty uh, was for you to write down one or two things or uh, areas that you struggle with uh, when it comes to the topic of purity. And so uh, no one wrote their names on them. I have no idea whose they are, but I have uh, some of them here. And uh, this is what I'm driving at when we're talking about temptation tonight. When we're talking about we need to have the courage to face temptation and to resist temptation, and to do some difficult things in the area of purity, this is what I'm talking about. Shows that I watch and stuff, I read, music, I listen to. I definitely struggle with staying pure and self-confidence, which leads to the struggle with sexual purity. What I watch sometimes. School, hanging around specific people in my friend group. I struggle with remaining pure in TV shows. I struggle there because it's hard to find things online that don't make sexual jokes and bad language. I'm not very nice to my family. Self-harm, pornography, things I watch and listen to, impure thoughts, profane language, mental pureness, staying positive and faithful to God. When your friends start to gossip about others, it's hard not to jump in and stop them. When people want to copy my homework, it's difficult to stay pure. My conversation, my friend choice. These are the struggles and more, you guys, that we need to figure out a way to have the courage to figure out how to deal with in our lives if we're going to journey towards purity and if we're going to have the courage to do so. Now, I say that we have to figure out uh, how to deal with these types of temptations because uh, you're either going to deal with these types of temptations or these types of temptations are going to deal with you. And I think sometimes we buy into this idea and we come along this uh, line of thinking that, um, uh, you know, I'm not really pure, but I'm not really, I'm not really impure. Uh, I'm, not out, I'm not out looking for impurity, but I'm not really pursuing purity. And, you know, I kind of think I'm in neutral. 
You know, this is the idea that we buy into. And maybe some of you here tonight have this kind of thought that we're kind of somehow in neutral. And I want you to hear this tonight very clearly. Listen to my words. There is no neutral. You are either walking towards purity or you're walking away from purity. Now, if we can just tonight for a few minutes reframe our thinking a little bit, we start to understand that, eh, I don't know that I'm okay with being classified as walking away from purity. But hear me tonight, if you're not walking towards purity, you're walking away from him. In James, uh, in the Bible, James says this, he says, temptation comes from our own desires, which entices us and drags us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions And when sin is allowed to grow, listen to this, you guys, it says it gives birth to death. And I love what James says here, you guys, because he clearly, uh, in my mind, pretty clearly maps out this idea that when we have these temptations, that temptations are capable of dragging you away. And that's so significant, man. You've got to understand the significance of temptation in your life. Now, let me say clearly, it's not a sin to be tempted. Scripture doesn't say that. What is a sin is when we act on that temptation and when we linger in that temptation, that is where it crosses over into a sin. So it's not a sin to be tempted. So I don't want you to feel guilty. I don't want you to beat yourself up if you're like, oh, you know, I was thinking about that or I thought about that. Listen, if you linger there and you hang out there and you pitch a tent, right, that's wrong. But if you're just tempted for a second and you kind of move on, you say, you know what, I'm not going to entertain that thought and I'm going to keep moving, you haven't sinned. Temptation itself is not a sin, but here's what I want you to understand. According to this passage in James, that temptation has the ability to drag you away. And then it says this, and when it drags you away, I don't know if you caught this in the verse, it was like building on itself, it gives way to sinful actions. So it's not a sin to be tempted. It's not a sin to, you know, hey, something popped in my head and, oh, I shouldn't entertain that. That's not a sin. What's a sin is when that drags you away into a sinful action. And then I don't know if you caught level three here. In James chapter 1, verse 15, it says, and and then it says this, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. In other words, that's the beginning of the end. And so I just want to get out tonight that if you're convinced yourself somehow that, you know, you're in the middle of the road on this whole topic of purity and, you know, I'm not really, you know, I've kind of convinced myself that I'm, I haven't really even had to make that decision yet. You know, I haven't really had to make the decision of whether or not I'm going to be pure or whether I'm going to be impure. I'm not really sure, honestly, where I land on this whole idea of impurity. Hear this. Listen to my words. You've already made your decision because if you're not moving towards purity, you're moving away from purity. So here's my challenge to you tonight, you guys. Now is the time. Now is the time for us to decide how we're going to deal with and and the kind of courage that we're going to have in the face of temptation. I want you to understand, you guys, there can't be any waiting. You can't find yourself in a holding pattern. You can't say, ah, I hear what you're saying, Andy, but I'm just going to put a pin in that. I'm going to come back to that later. No, there can't be any waiting. It starts now. There has to be a decision that you make right now today to say, I'm either going to move towards purity or I'm going to continue to move away from purity. But listen to me. Let me be very clear. You're going to choose one. This isn't me forcing you to choose one. That's just how it works. If you're not moving towards purity, you're moving away from purity. 
So courage starts now. So let me just chat about this idea just for, just for a few minutes. Now, what does that look like, right? You know, like, so we've listed out some of these struggles that you guys are having, and I appreciate your honesty. Um, I'll post very few of those on social media. Um, it's a joke. Okay, no, I won't. Um, so, but let's talk for a second about what that looks like, right? You know, so I say, you know, hey, here's the struggles we're having. You guys are saying, hey, here's the struggle we're having. And I'm telling you that you have to have courage. What does that look like? Uh, what does that look like to have courage? What does it look like um, to, to resist temptation? So I have two examples uh, of, of this that I'm talking about. Here's the first one. The first one is you have to establish courage in establishing boundaries. You have to have courage to establish boundaries. Now hear this, I'm talking to you, and I know some of you are like, you know, hey, I'm not dating right now. Uh, some of you are like, hey, I'm pretty sure girls still have cooties, and they may. And um, uh, some of the guys, some of the girls are like, boys uh, are still stinky, and they'll continue to be. Um, but, you know, some of you are like, hey, I'm not even there. I'm not even really entertaining the thought of uh, boys or girls or whatever. And some of you are dating, uh, you know, and, and kind of in, in more into the process than others of you. But the bottom line is, regardless of where you're at in that journey, so I don't want anybody to tune, tune me out or turn me off and say, ah, this doesn't really apply to me because it applies to you. Because the bottom line is that you have to set boundaries in your life that specifically, listen to my words, that specifically deal with the topic of sexual purity. You have to have the courage to set those boundaries. Let me give you some examples of what those boundaries should not look like. Okay, this is an awful boundary, okay? So if you're like, if, if I list something out here and you're like, oh no, that was on my list. Like, go ahead and just scratch it out, okay? Because it's a bad idea, okay? Here's a, here's a bad boundary. A bad boundary would be like this. This is a bad boundary, uh, a, a bad boundary for you to establish in the area of sexual purity. Here's my boundary. I'm not going to put myself in a situation with a guy or a girl that I don't want to be in. That's an awful boundary. So just scratch that one off your list. Here's another bad boundary. I won't go past the point of being able to say, hey, this is too far. That's a bad boundary. Um, here's another bad boundary. <clears throat> I'm going to gouge my eyes out. So I never have to stare at a person of the opposite sex ever again, okay? Uh, that's an awful boundary. Now, why are these boundaries bad? These boundaries are bad, right, because they're not realistic. Obviously, you can't gouge your eyes out. But, but also, the, listen, the first two are unrealistic as well, and here's why. They're unrealistic because you're not wired to make those boundaries happen. Let me just be real clear about that, you guys. You're not wired to make those first two boundaries happen. Going up to a certain point in a relationship with a girl or with a guy, and then suddenly just, just saying, you know what, you know what, I, I think we're going to be done. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And why do I tell you that? I tell you that because if you're a guy here tonight and you're trying to remain committed to a life of purity, to living a life of sexual purity, then you've got to figure out a boundary that is way far away from where you know you shouldn't be. So if this is the line here that we say, hey, we're not going to go into this area and because we know this is impure, your line, your boundary can't be like right here. Like if this is the end of the yellow brick road right here and this is impure and this is pure, this is what we do. We set a little boundary like this. We're like, hey, hey, woo. That's what we do with our boundaries, all right? And we think that that's okay, but listen, here's the problem. This boundary is too close because this is what we do. We come right up to the line, and suddenly we think in our naive mind that we're wired in a way to just be kind of like, hey, things are getting hot and heavy and ice cold. No. Let me just be honest with you. That's not how human beings are wired. 
And so if you're a guy here tonight and you're trying to establish a boundary for sexual purity and you know that this is impure, your boundary can't be here. You've got to have courage, you guys. Men, listen to me. You've got to have courage to drive a stake in the ground way back here and say, hey, we're not even going to venture into that realm. What is that area? What's that in the Lion King? No, yeah, not Simba. The, what, what's in the Lion King where the elephant graveyard or something? Yeah. That's over there? Like, that's what I'm talking about. You must never go there, right? Never, never even, never venture into that area, right? But here's the problem. We get curious and we kind of we decide, hey, I can handle it because I'm able, because here's my boundary. I'm just going to shut it off when I want to shut it off. Well, you're a dummy, okay? Let me just be honest with you. That's not going to happen. Okay, so if this is the impure, if this is the, the elephant graveyard, right, your boundary as a man of God, men, listen to me, your boundary as a man of God needs to be way over here. This is a proper boundary. And you have to have the courage to be able to say that. Listen, if you're a girl here tonight and you're committed to living a life of sexual purity, if you're a girl and you're committed, then listen, it's your responsibility. It is not his responsibility. It is your responsibility. Men, it is not her responsibility. It is your responsibility. So ladies, listen to me. It is your responsibility to establish a sexual purity boundary that is way far away from what your mama don't want you to do. And it's way far away from what God's standard says is acceptable and unacceptable outside the bounds of marriage. And you've got to figure out a way to establish that and remember that no one is exempt for that. But we think we're exempt, right? That's what I said in the very first week. We forget to use our brain. We forget to use our brain. And, and, and this is almost like tonight is literally building on the very first week. Because the very first thing I said to you when we started the Yellow Brick Road series was, hey, you've got to use your brain and know and remember that no one is exempt. Right? Now, you have to have the courage to do something about that. You've got to have the courage to drive a stake in the ground and to establish a boundary. I know in my brain that I'm not exempt, so what am I going to do? Am I just going to float along? Well, I know it, but oh, look, the elephant graveyard. No, I'm going to establish a boundary. And listen, ladies, it is your responsibility to establish that boundary. You have to have the courage. You have to have the courage. You guys, man, I just, we lack courage in this area. And you've got to have the courage to establish a boundary. Like, I've never met a couple who's had a baby in high school, and I've met several. <clears throat> I've never met a couple who had a baby in high school, and they're like, oh, you know, we're so excited to start our family, and I've got volleyball every Tuesday after school. Oh, you know, we're so excited to start our family, and uh, i got to find somebody to babysit so I can go to homecoming. Those aren't the things they say. They don't paint it in this positive light, and that's what we do. We get this image in our mind that it's some sort of this, this positive thing. Listen, you know, those aren't the statements I hear. You know the statements I hear? These are the statements I hear. I hear statements like, uh, you know, hey, well, we didn't, we didn't mean for it, to, for it to go that far. It just kind of happened. Well, duh. And I say that with all seriousness. Like, what did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? You know what that tells me? When people make it, I've heard that comment just countless times, literally. Like, I don't hear the positive comments. I don't hear the positive, like, oh, we're so excited. I'm in 10th grade. It's going to be great. I'm going to have a baby and, you know, and gain 100 pounds and, you know, the whole thing. It's going to be awesome and I'm going to miss a bunch of school. It's going to be super. Like, nobody says that. What they say is that I just didn't see it coming. You know what that tells me? That tells me that these are people that didn't have the courage to set the right boundaries in place with those of the opposite sex. You know what that tells me? It tells me they just lacked 
courage. Here's the thing, you guys. Boundaries don't just apply to physical situations between guys and girls, right? I mean, that's not the only place that boundaries. I mean, think for a minute about the amount of courage it takes for you to not participate in that conversation in the locker room or in the hallway that you know is impure. Think about it. This is it right here. Think about the amount of courage and the times that you have dropped the ball, the times that you have failed, the times you have given in and said, you know what, I just don't have it in me. I just don't have the courage. Think about the amount of courage it takes to walk away from those conversations and to not participate in them. Think about the amount of courage that it takes for you not to scroll on inappropriate social media sites when no one's around. I mean, I'd be honest with you guys, this is dangerous. And can we just be honest? Like I say, bring back the flip phone, man. You know what I mean? Samsung, I think, is coming out with a new banana phone. It looks, it's like bright yellow. It looks like a banana I don't even think it has internet on it. It's awesome. I might get one. But I want you to think about this, you guys. This is dangerous. Think about the amount of courage, you guys. Think just for a moment about the amount of courage it takes when you know that no one's around and all you got to do is a couple of clicks on this app or that app and you can see some stuff that you know you're not supposed to see. I want you to understand tonight that that takes a tremendous amount of courage. And listen to what Paul says in the Bible. See, courage applies to all of these situations, physical boundaries between men and women. It applies to boundaries, uh, how you use the internet and how you use the phone. It applies to all of those things. Listen to this. This is what Paul says in the Bible. He says, be on guard. He says, stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Listen, he says, be strong. Timothy says the same thing. He says, for God has not given us a a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and of self-discipline. Let me suggest to you tonight, let me suggest to you tonight that you have everything you need. If you're in a relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ, listen to my words. If you're in a relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ, you have everything you need to face temptation courageously. It is all within inside of you. It's all within inside of you because of your relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ. He's already given you. And we sit here tonight and we're like, you know, man, I hear what you're saying. And I know it takes courage, but I don't know where I'm supposed to tap into that. Listen, it's already there. Listen to my words. He's already given you the courage to have some real honest conversation on a weekly basis with your peers and your connect group and your connect group leader to say, hey, this is really where I'm struggling. And listen, we sit in our connect groups. I hit on this last week, and I was so pleased. I was so pleased. Many of you, many of you guys came out, and I could see a difference. I mean, you guys, Some of you guys were in there. It was like Thursday morning, and you guys were still in your groups. I was like, what is going on? We got to go. Like, it's Monday. I got to, like, is this a, like, what is happening? Like, church is happening. Sunday church was over, and you guys were still meeting. It was awesome. It was great. That's fine. But my point is, I, I had conversations with some of you guys and some of your leaders, and, you, and it was good. It was good. It was rich. It was it was a good time and you guys were discussing some things but listen you're going to have to fight that temptation you're going to have to dig down deep and search for the courage every week and you have that within you guys you have it within you to have some honest courageous conversation even tonight about what it is that I'm struggling with and what it is my needs really are here's the deal listen to this this one I'm about to just ruin your day again listen to my words you have the courage within you Already, to go home tonight and to have an honest conversation with your mom or with your dad 
and say, guys, can I just be honest with you? This is the area that I'm struggling in. I'm tempted to look at stuff on my phone. I'm tempted to watch stuff when you guys aren't around. Uh, we got a lot of channels on DirecTV or Dish or whatever, and there's some stuff on there that's not appropriate. You know, I mean, I'm struggling. I, there's stuff on YouTube. There's stuff on Netflix. There's all sorts of stuff, and I'm really struggling. Listen, I know that sounds ridiculous. Some of you are like, what? That's not going to happen. Listen, listen to my words. You have, some of you are like, there's no way. There's absolutely, Andy, there's no way on the planet that I can do that. Listen to my words. You already have the courage within you. Because of your relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ, you have the courage to have that kind of conversation. He's already given you the courage and the words to say to the person that you're interested in. The person that you think is just, just knocks your socks off, man, right? You know, we're all still using that term, right? You know, you know the person that you just, you're smitten with and you're like, man, they're so awesome. And they come in and you're like, ah. Like, and you're just like floating around the room and you're like, oh, look at their hair. It's amazing, you know, and, uh, you know, like that person, listen, you, God has already given you the courage, and maybe you're already in their relationship, but listen to my words, God has given you the courage, it's already with inside of you, he's given you the courage, and he's given you the words to look that person square in the face and say, listen, before this goes any further, can I just establish some boundaries with you of what's going to be acceptable and what's not going to be acceptable? Some of you are like, oh, my parents take care of that, my dad's got a shotgun, listen, Listen, I appreciate your dad and his shotgun, but here's my words. Listen, that's your responsibility. It is your responsibility to establish boundaries, ladies. Guys, it's your responsibility to be a leader in that relationship and to look at the girl that you're smitten with and that you think is amazing and say, hey, can I just be honest with you? Um, I'm a Christ follower, and my relationship with Jesus Christ is very important to me, and God's word says that this is what's appropriate and this isn't what is, is, is not appropriate. And can we just talk about some boundaries and God has given you the courage to do that. But here's the second thing, really quickly. Not only has God given you the courage to do all of those things, God has given you the courage to walk away. And here's what I mean by that. We have this fear, and I really believe this, that many of you have this fear that if you make a commitment to live a life of sexual purity, or if you make a commitment to, to not watch what everybody else is watching or not do what everybody else is doing, we have this fear that somehow we're going to be abandoned. And so we get this image in our mind of eating lunch alone every day at school. And we get this image in our mind of sitting alone and never having a date and never being able to go to homecoming or prom or never, never having any friends. And this is what happens as a result of that. It's like we become trapped, you guys. Just understand my, just follow what I'm saying here. It's like we, we, we get into this idea that we become trapped in, by our own fear into continuing towards impurity. Because I'm just so afraid because in my mind, I've, you've allowed these connections in your mind to say, well, hey, if I'm impure uh, or if I'm pure, that automatically equals loneliness. If I'm pure, that automatically equals uh, not popular. If I'm pure, that automatically equals boring. And so we, we kind of trap ourselves in our own minds towards just continuing to walk towards impurity because we've convinced ourselves that if, we're, that if we're pure, that we're going to be abandoned. Listen to what Moses says in the Bible. He says this in Deuteronomy chapter 31. He says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them, for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor ab abandon you. So this is Moses. He's talking to the people who are Israelites, this whole nation of people. And they're getting ready to go into battle. In fact, they're going into a battle that he told them to go into. 
So in the midst of that, even in the midst of that, hey, God, I know we're supposed to go into this battle, and God, I know that, you're, that you told us to go into this battle, but the Israelite people are afraid. And so God comes to Moses, and he says, Moses, I want you to go to the people, and I want you to tell them to be of courage. I want you to tell them to, uh, and remind them that I'm going to be with them. And I want you to remind them, Moses, that I will not uh, abandon them. Listen, you guys, that's the reminder to us as well. God says to you, in the midst of your journey towards purity, he looks at you and he says, I will not abandon you. He looks at you and says, hey, I'm sending you into a battle of purity versus impurity. And I know at times, my son, my daughter, you're going to look around and you're going to feel like impurity is winning. You're going to feel like purity is losing. You're going to feel like no one else is fighting for purity and everybody's gone to the side of impurity. And I know that in the midst of that, you're going to struggle and you're going to look around and you're going to feel like you don't have any friends and you're going to feel like nobody's talking to you and you're going to feel like you're missing out. And he looks at you and he says, but listen to me, I am with you. And I will not abandon you in the midst of your struggle towards purity. You guys, that's the promise that God makes to us. And we've got to find the courage to walk away. Right? We've got to find the courage to walk away from relationships that we know aren't good. Maybe that's a boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe that's a friend. According to these, some of that's just our friends. And the garbage that they talk about. But we, we trap ourselves into this mindset that I can't walk away because if I walk away from them, who will I have? Listen, you will have God on your side. You will have God on your side and he will bring people around you to support you and to encourage you. But listen, we've got to have the courage to walk away if that's what we believe he is calling us to do. Yes, we have to develop courage. We've got to develop some nerve to stay on a path of purity, to set some amazingly strong boundaries in our lives. We've got to develop some courage to say, you know what, I'm okay with walking away. And I know it doesn't make sense to any of my friends, and I know you don't agree, and I'm sorry we have to break up, but this is just how it has to be because I'm on a path of purity. Listen to me, there is no neutral. You're either walking towards purity or you're walking away from purity. Father God, I love you. God, I thank you for this night and I thank you for this opportunity I have to look into your word with this group. God, I pray that you would give us boldness. God, I pray that you'd give us nerve. God, I pray that you'd give us courage. God, we love you and we commit our lives afresh and anew to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Hoove It or Lose It podcast. For more information or resources, visit www.hooveitorloseit.com or on Facebook at Hoove It or Lose It.